Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Bird Show. We are willing to pay you for your deep, dark secrets. 1-855-BIRD Show. We call this The Truth Will Set You Free. 1-855-BIRD Show. Kristen, explain how it works and the money that's on the line. All right. So, The Truth Will Set You Free. You call us up. You tell us something that is you've never shared with anybody. And we'll put you on the voice disguiser. We will change your name. We will hear you out. And then we will be the judge and jury. And we will decide whether that truth is worth $100. We're looking for shock value here. We really are. And then we, we have talked about this in the past. We are essentially, most of the time, rewarding bad behavior. <laughs> um, you all call up and, you know, tell us some 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 pretty shocking, scandalous things. And sometimes it's it's even illegal activities. And yeah, we're willing to give you a hundred bucks for that. <laughs> yeah. So it, it kind of, yeah, it, we're, thanks I mean, for being yeah. weird and, and unlawful and, and yeah, horrible and having no morals yeah, and here's a hundred bucks. <laughs> you know, if you don't like that kind of thing, there are Christian stations right down the street. There are. You can listen to. Um, all right. Truth will set you free. one 855 will start taking your calls here in just one second. All right, Abby, the Instagram debates on unfollowing, muting, blocking. What do you got? Yeah, my mom and I actually got into this debate last week where we were both talking about how we fall into one or two categories. When you're done seeing somebody's stuff on social media, do you unfollow them? Do you just totally remove them as a follower or do you mute them? So I was surprised to see one of my favorite podcasts, The Toast, talk about this exact same thing. On my flight home yesterday, I unfollowed almost a hundred people. Poor Kay. I just like was getting a little out of control, like a little willy-nilly with like my follows, you know? It just got me thinking because before I would unfollow someone, especially if they like followed me back, I would be like, oh, this is like gonna start a problem. They're gonna think I'm like mad at them or I don't like them. And that's just not the case, you know? Like not everyone's content is gonna serve you at all different times of your life. Like I don't hate you. It's just like your content's not for me. And you wouldn't want to hit them with the mute? But then I'm like, okay, we're really gonna like- Be like so phony and keep up here. Like you just don't want to follow someone. And we're going to tiptoe around people's feelings. Like maybe, I, I don't know, I just don't agree like with with babying everyone. And then somebody messaged me and she like agreed with me. She was like, no, Turdy, I totally feel this. Like I literally unfollowed you last year because like your content didn't serve me anymore. And then I became a toaster. So I refollowed you and like now I'm loving it. I was like, okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> this can't apply to me. Wait a damn minute. But no, like she's right. That hurts though. It hurts when it's like, she threw that back in my face. Yeah. But she's not wrong. So my heart goes out to the hundred. The hundred fallen follows. We will be reunited. We salute you. Thank you for your service. Not everything is meant to last forever, you know? For, so for me, I'm in the mute category. You have to do something really heinous for me to unfollow you, or you have to be so inconsequential in my life that me unfollowing you is is literally nothing. Mm. My mom will unfollow just about anybody. Like, you look at her the wrong way in public, she's unfollowing you. <laughs> she's like, I don't need to see that chick anymore. If it's a friend, I'll probably mute. But if it's just some content provider, bye-bye. Yeah, I, I'm, I've gone through and I've like cold, like it's normally one of those things that you do at the beginning of the year, like you're like a, um, 
like an early spring cleaning and you're just going through all of your social media accounts and trying to tighten things up. And But I am in the same boat as Abby. Like, you, you got to do something like pretty gnarly for me to like unfollow you because mm-hmm. otherwise I'm just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute you. I've gone through phases with this. I, I definitely was once a blocker. I mean, we used to have segments on it, the block party. Back to back. <laughs> I used to block a lot. But uh, in recent times, I've become more of a muter. I don't know why, but I do think people get satisfaction out of being blocked. So as opposed mm-hmm. to that, yeah. I, I mute more now. Yeah. So that's how I am on Twitter, formerly known as Twitter, now X. But when it comes to Instagram, because I am so like, I like I share a lot of my personal life and now my child I have no problem blocking you on Instagram. The minute you say something or do something that is bringing a damper on my party online, nah, bye-bye. I'm blocking you. So uh, I got, not shoot out, um, but a couple of listeners DM'd me when I was doing an Ask Me Anything the other day, and they asked me why I was still following my ex, and I had muted her, but... My thought process was, like, even though we're broken up, I didn't want to offend her by an unfollow. So I just <laughs> muted her because um, I didn't understand, like, the social etiquette by it. And they're like, well, she's not following you. And that's when I went, well, I'm not following her. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know it. I guess in a, in a case of a breakup, you unfollow. I mean, you, it, you can. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. I mean, that's why when it comes to celebrity news, I mean, like the minute Selena Gomez unfollow Justin Bieber or vice versa, it's like, oh, my God, right. what happened? And there are people that notice that immediately. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, quick. <laughs> All, right. All right. So the original question was, we will pay you $100, but you got to give us a juicy enough secret where we all really believe it. Good morning, Karen. Thank you for calling. So I was married to a guy, and he turned out to be an incredible drunk. He basically stopped paying attention to anything I did, and I slept with one of his friends. It was an ongoing thing, and something happened. I was on birth control. We really messed, and I had been on birth control because I did not want to be a mother. We messed up. I got pregnant. The guy begged me to have the baby, and the only other option was abortion, and obviously... That's where I was leaning, but he wanted me to have it, and I was heavy, and I did. And my husband never knew. Never knew. And the daddy has a kid to stay. You, you, wait, you were pregnant and had a kid, and your husband was none the wiser? None the wiser. He worked night shifts. I literally missed a day. I had a C-section. I only stayed in the hospital overnight, and I convinced him that I had went out of town to work somewhere else. He was fine with it. Could care less. Never knew. That's how much attention he paid to me. He never knew. Okay, just so I have this right. Why you had you had the baby and then immediately put the baby up for adoption? No, she gave it to the like no. Oh, she gave it to the other dude. No, the dad wanted it, yeah. Oh, damn. Wow. Yep. Have you had any contact with your child? No, not with the child. That was the agreement. I don't, I don't wanna no. Because you didn't want to be a mom, but he wanted he yeah. wanted the baby. So that was the agreement you came up with. Wow, girl. Yeah, I don't think we got to go around the room for this one. No, 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 no. Not at all. Because of the, you know, the 23 and me stuff. A little bit, but, you know. Damn. All right. Are you still with your husband? No. Okay. Yeah. Enjoy your $100. Yeah, seriously. Hang tight. (laughs) Hold on. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Huh. We're going to be giving up. We're going to be giving away a lot of money. Based on what I'm saying on the phones, we're giving away a lot of money this morning. Uh, good morning, Sam. You are on The Voice Disguiser. We will give you $100 if your secret is good enough. And I think it is. Go for it. 
Hey, good morning. So, um, a couple years back, maybe like five, six years ago, um, I realized that I had a lot of issues with my parents. And they just, we had this huge argument, and I know that they had a briefcase um, with over 30, 40 grand in it um, and some gold jewelry pieces, and I just took it. And no one knows. Hold on a second. You took, you took a briefcase with how much? Over 30 to 40 grand in it. And where was it? <laughs> it was in my parents' house. They just kept it around. Like, they thought nobody knew about it. <laughs> so you stole $40,000 from your parents That's that was in a briefcase, and they never suspected that it was you that took the cash? Well, they tried to blame me, but then, you know, like I said, we had a lot of issues, and I was going through a lot with my ex-husband, and they tried to pinpoint it on him. So I was like, it wasn't him, and, you know, they were like, we had video proof and all this stuff, according to them, and I always told them, if you have the video proof, I will go try it and to this day, um, my mom has let it go officially, but my dad still feels like I've been lying this whole time. Who keeps 30 to 40 grand in a briefcase yeah. in yeah. their house? What's your parents doing? Yes. I mean, there, are some it's people who, <laughs> there are some people who don't trust banks. If it, makes it, if it makes it any better, the first time that something bad happened to him, he used his, um, one of his vehicles as a, like, Saver instead of like having it in a briefcase or like in a safer in the bank at least, and the car burnt down like it caught fire and all his money. Good lord! And he also had he also had over a thirty to fifty grand in it. Well, congratulations on your forty grand. Here's a hundred dollars. I think we're all in agreement there. You get to the hundred dollars. Yeah. All, right. all we have to say is, if you come across any more briefcases full of money, can you give some of that to Bert's Big Adventure? Right. Please, thank you. All right, there are plenty of calls this morning. Good morning, Terry. You are on the Voice Disguiser. The truth will set you free. We will give you a hundred dollars if we all buy into it. All right. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Good. Thank you. All right. What you got? All right, so um, um, probably about 10 years ago, I was um, a dialysis patient. Um, my kidneys failed me due to um, a vitamin company that was taking care of me. And um, while I was on dialysis, I had, I had sex with three of my nurses and my doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. Not good for you. I think so. And everybody was single, so that, I mean, there's, there's no controversy there. No. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Independently or all at the same time? Uh, independently, yes. Wow. Because like, dialysis is a long process. So <laughs> were you actually actively getting treatment and getting your freak on, or did you at least wait till after you yes. got your dialysis? Yes, while well, I was on dialysis. So um, I was on it for several years. So the course of it, I ended up getting divorced. And um, I think it was the second year of being on dialysis. And so I was, you know, I was, you know, kind of upset because of my predicament. And um, I consider myself a handsome guy. And <laughs> and over the course of the time, I kept meeting different nurses, you know, come in, come out. And <laughs> it occurred. And then with my doctor, it didn't occur until after the divorce. Um, I, I, at the time, I was really sad and depressed. So I didn't realize all the time she was flirting with me. Until, like I said, you know, I was starting to come out of that cloud, been depressed. I'm like, wait a minute, is she flirting with me? <laughs> and so I went ahead and tested the waters, and sure enough, it 
She was. Wow, where wow. must have got around? You must be one hot piece of ass. <laughs> that is a freaky hospital. Right, right. They're hanging and rocking yeah. in there. <laughs> That's right out of a soap opera, isn't it? Yes. Ain't nothing general about that. Yeah, hospital. not so oh general. A whole different type of copay. Is <laughs> <laughs> it coming up? All right, we're $400 in. We'll do one more here. Brian, good morning. You are on the Burt Show. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, the truth will set you free. Your secret for 100 bucks. So for the past two years, I've currently been piano playing with my pastor's wife. Hey, yo. Whoa. I was not ready. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) And the pastor has zero idea. None whatsoever. Okay. Hmm. Well. God bless. Here's $100. We're doing a volunteer thing, and we all went to drink afterward, and it just led to another, and it's just been going on for two years now. Okay. Yeah. You just in church, just every Sunday. Huh? <laughs> that's the, that's I'm the devil. her blessings. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's the devil's work right there. All right. Devil's work paying you $100. That's what we do. The Bird Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Bird Show's entertainment buzz. Well, speaking about acting out over the weekend... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa. There you go, there you oh, go, yeah. It's over, huh? <laughs> ding, 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 I'm out of the dry January vet. Oh, wow. Welcome. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> it was very wet this weekend. So. <laughs> Are you just swimming in Tampa? Oh, my God. I, you, you think I'm going to show up to my younger cousin's bridal shower sober? <laughs> no, I needed to be hammered. Okay, well, let's look at it as a positive. You did go 20 days. 20. Yeah, and technically, I beat all y'all because I haven't had alcohol since early mm, December. It didn't work like that. I feel like I get to round up. I feel like I technically made it, so. I knew when I was watching your Insta stories. By the way, the dress that you wore. That, right? Oh, my God, that dress was amazeballs. Um, when you were trying to shove pizza in your sleeping mother's <laughs> pie hole, because she, she passed out before the Domino's got there, I was like, Abby drank this weekend. Yeah, so I drank a lot this weekend. So Cassie and I are the only ones still going strong for dry January, not a yep. Not a sip. Good for you. All right. Well, Reese needs to be without her spoon after this TikTok. That was my funny joke. Wow. Yikes. No one give my my funny corny joke. Anyway. Do it again. I I must. Reese needs to be without her spoon after this TikTok. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You might have. Should have not started drinking. <laughs> the blame, it, blame it on the alcohol. Cassie and I want to drink. <laughs> right now. It just happened. Yes, I broke you guys. All right, Reese Witherspoon is getting a lot of backlash for making a coffee treat with fallen snow. So she posted this on her TikTok. She created a, quote, snow salt chococino <laughs> using snow from her backyard. She uses coffee and some chocolate syrup and a little bit of salted caramel syrup and some cold brew. And that's how she made her little frappuccino looking thing but people are like ew you're gonna use raw snow from the ground but <laughs> she's I like my snow pasteurized <laughs> well you, it's dirty it could be a health risk but she's not worried at all okay so we're kind you of in the it. category of like you only live once and it snows maybe once a year here I don't know no also I want to say something okay. it was delicious <laughs> it was so good 
And somebody also was like, well, maybe you should filter the water first before you eat it. And she was like, filtering snow? What? <laughs> okay, talking about the snow not being filtered, I didn't grow up drinking filtered water. We drank out of the tap water. We actually put our mouths oh, on shit. the tap. And then sometimes, like in the summer, it was a hot... We drink out of the hose. Like, we put our mouth on the hose growing up. And then, so I filtered water. I didn't, maybe that's why I'm like this. So, so what you're saying to me is I have to filter the snow before I eat? I, I, I just can't. I can't filter snow. I don't know how to do that. Don't. Okay, well, tap water, first of all, is filtered by the government. They remove a bunch of stuff. It's yeah, not like, I trust them. Yeah, well, it's, not, it's more filtered than the snow is, but it's just snow. As long as it's not right. yellow or from your roof, you're fine. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm about to have a Cassie moment because I Googled this, and apparently scientists have found that snow can contain pesticides, some soot, or even mercury, which I know... Bert, Bert mm-hmm. you're trying to reduce all your mercury levels and even formaldehyde. So, mm. you know, you might want to filter your snow first before you eat it. It's all the stuff we're getting in our American diet anyway. <laughs> no, because I was, because I saw, I follow Reese Witherspoon and I saw all this, like, because apparently people were, like, really mad at her for eating the snow. <laughs> oh, my god! Like, they got very upset about the whole, like, you're not supposed to eat the snow. And I, I was intrigued by this. So, apparently, the first snowfall, because snow is, like, an air filter, like, it filters the stuff out of the air. So, the first fallen snow is going to have the most crap in it that you shouldn't eat. But the second and third snows are totally Wait. fine to eat. It's oh. levels? Yes, there is. How do you know which snow is which? <laughs> you got to ask it. Because <laughs> you know in winter when you have that first snow, you get that first snow, leave that one. The second time it snows, you can eat that one. So here's, here's, I guess, where I'm different. If she puts that video out and there's a whole bunch of people commenting that they're mad, if I'm looking at it, I'm not commenting. My first thought is, well, if she dies, she brought it on herself. (laughs) I'm not commenting on it. Okay, then (laughs) the weather channel goes on to say (laughs) the safest snow is later fallen or falling snow on less windy days. And then make sure you don't eat the snow that's been plowed off the road or sidewalk, and you must also avoid no. eating the yellow or brown snow. <laughs> Kim, there's people that are dying. <laughs> and right, it's not of snow, right? This is what y'all people why? are worried about. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's why. Reese probably has that rich people snow. It's probably different in her neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he turned down $100 million from OnlyFans because his wife said so. I'll tell you what rappers shut down this payday on your next eBuzz on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. Abby now we're just in the uh, break room complaining about wonky days. <laughs> oh, I haven't wonky. You guys ever have wonky days where there, there's no reason for you to be like melancholy or just kind of blah, yet your body chemistry is just blah? Welcome to SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. That's what you were saying. That's what Abby was thinking. Yeah, it's the weather. You just kind of snort some vitamin D. You'll be fine. <laughs> a little vitamin D, a little B12. You'll be back tomorrow. And I think we got a wonky show because I think everybody's on the wonk. I know Mo is under the weather, <laughs> uh-huh. so he's automatically yeah, wonky. For sure. I got horrendous sleep last night, so I'm wonky. I'm wonky. I feel it in my chest, and I didn't sleep last night either. Dang it. Are you wonky? Yeah, I mean, I'm still hungover from this weekend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> also, I told Bert when we were in the break room, I'm like, I'm 26. I'm a woman. Every Every day is a wonky day. I, ne- I never feel right. Well, today I, I am a 26 year old woman. 
Welcome, welcome to girlhood. All right, let's get Emily on here because she was asking us uh, last week to help her with a texting tutor, <clears throat> excuse me, where we um, texted her sister and almost demanded, I want to watch your kids. I am the auntie and I want to watch your kids over the weekend. But her heart really wasn't in the right place. No, we, we, we were trying to use her sister's child to get her laid. All right, so here's the deal. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Explain, please. Let, let, let me elaborate on this. So Emily hit us up, wanted us to text her sister, who has an, an adorable little girl. Um, and she was like, I'm dating this guy, and I really want him to see me in a motherly light. Like, he wants to have kids. He that That is something he is is important to him. And I don't think he looks at me like I can be matronly and motherly. So I want to prove to him that I have the mother gene. I want to babysit my niece for the weekend um, and to prove to him, like, I can do this. And also, maybe he'll look at me like, look at her doing those mothering things, mm -hmm. being all motherly and whatnot. <laughs> I want to put a baby in that. <laughs> so we reached out to her sister to try to convince her. Um, and we used the ruse like, hey, saw an article that said moms need more time to themselves, blah, blah, blah. You are such a great mother. You work so hard. I'd love to watch um, my niece for, the, for, for a night. Mom was hesitant. We kind of turned her around a little bit. And she said she was going to talk to her husband about it. So now we just got to find out from Emily if her sister talked to her husband. They agreed to let Emily watch the niece. And she was able to, like, put her mother in attributes on display or if they were like, yeah, no, because this was going to be like the first time they, if they agreed, this was going to be the first time they had a night without their kid. Hey, Emily. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Did we cover all that? Did we get that right? Yeah, you did. You did pretty well. You didn't make me look so conniving this time. Well, so I mean, I mean, it wasn't that hard. Was I? <laughs> did I speak any lies? Right. You did not speak any lies. <laughs> All right. So, what did your sister's husband say? Uh, well, surprisingly, they did take me up on the offer to watch my niece. Oh wow! Okay, that's huge. Wow. I mean. Yeah, no, it was really big. I was surprised, but, like, honestly, things could not have gone better. Um, they ended up bringing my niece over to my place Saturday morning, and I had her until Sunday night. Wow. Uh, yeah, and so on Saturday afternoon, actually, my, uh, my boyfriend came wow. over, and, like, obviously the goal was to show him that, like, I can be motherly and, like, good at that stuff but honestly like I was not thinking about how much it was going to make me like him even more I mean he was so 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 good with my niece and she like loved him and like I could also definitely tell he was like watching me and like how well I took care of her and like loved her and how much she loves me so yeah I don't know we spent like the two days just like playing and like huh? caring for my niece and like I don't know. I think we made a really great team. So, so it worked. <laughs> I don't know. My, yeah, it was, it was fun. My niece left, um, Sunday night and like he commented that I was going to make like a great mom someday. So definitely, definitely mission accomplished. Thanks to you guys. How about that? Well, and at the same time, you got your fallopian tubes and ovaries throbbing. So <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. That was kind of an added bonus here also yeah. that you're going to see like how good he is with kids, right? 
I know I was, I think, which is bad. I was so focused on like making me look good that I wasn't even thinking about how much it was going to make him look so great. I mean, yeah, it kind of like, I don't know. I just feel like I really changed something in my brain and I think I was hoping I was going to change something in his brain, but now I'm like even more in it. So it was, it was a really great, it was a really great weekend. Well, <laughs> well now you got real problems because your sister's going to ask you now all the time. It's <laughs> <laughs> a baby sitting <laughs> spending <laughs> the night. I love my niece. That's okay. <laughs> you got to kind of actually be an aunt now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Damn. 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 See that coming. I'm glad it all worked out, Emily. Thank you for the update. Thank you guys for your help. I couldn't have done it without you. All right. Appreciate it. That's for sure. You couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the Burt Show. I think my dude had black culture riding on his shoulders and let us all down in a major way. He embarrassed us. What happened? So (laughs) we spoke about this in the past. I don't know if you guys remember, but most black people have moments in life where when you're out and you're in public kind of doing your thing, minding your business, sometimes... Some white people can be a bit inquisitive and they have questions about certain things that you may be wearing or doing. And it it gets awkward. And as a black person, it's hard because sometimes you just don't know where it's coming from. Like sometimes it feels intrusive and you don't know if the person is attempting to be demeaning. And sometimes it could be a person that's just genuinely curious. So if it's. It sounds odd to me that a, a stranger would come up and ask a question, a, like a racial question, even if their heart is in the, the right place. So how do they even start that conversation? Like, I know this is going to sound awkward, and if you're offended, you don't got to answer it. But it's, it's usually exactly like that. And I'll give you a, a perfect example of when you really just don't know what's going on. So I remember one time uh, me and a couple of my friends are all out, and I had a, I had a friend who has dreads, and he would wear, like, these hats that were kind of his style. It was just his thing. And we made fun of him for it as his friends all the time. But that that was his thing. So I remember he must have been having a bad day. I don't remember what he was going through this particular day. But we're out. And for whatever reason, this older white guy walked over and he asked. I don't remember exactly the words he used. But he said it in a way where it was almost like he was offended by the hat. Like it was like, um, what's the hat thing about? Or something like that. Uh, that it, it wasn't. What? It didn't come off as, like, he was trying to compliment him at uh-huh. all. It wasn't inquisitive. It came across, like, judgmental. Exactly. So we were all stunned by it because it literally came out of nowhere. And so in these moments, you don't have to be rude, but it's important to deliver an answer that will somewhat teach a lesson. Huh. And he took it to another level because we're sitting there looking at him like, what is he going to say? And he tells this story, like... a. A heartfelt story about how in his family, um, his little brother got sick at one point, and that was the hat that his little brother was wearing. And so he took the hat from his brother, and he's always worn the hat, and it's given him strength. And his fan, it's been like a thing in his family. For, so he's like breaking this story down, and you can see the older white guy go from like being, I guess, in attack mode to like, wow, I'm actually really sorry that I asked you that mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And it was this awkwardness, and you could tell he felt bad about it. And we all kind of looked at him like. Damn, that was a that was a great answer. So good, in fact, that we were shocked because I didn't even know he had a little brother. So I, bro, I'm like, bro, I, I didn't know you had a little brother. He was like, I don't. I just didn't like his question. So <laughs> come on, like, really? he made the whole thing up good for him, like on the spot. So I was, I always remembered that. Like, <laughs> that's brilliant. Like you really, you really dug into that. I mean, the man like really wore it to where we were all yeah in in shock that he did it. But it it taught the lesson without him having to be rude about it. And I always remembered that. 
So these things will happen from time to time. And it's always like, how do you handle this? As a black person, what do you do in these situations? So a very similar situation happens. And my dude now, this time, is a guy, a whole nother friend. And we're out of the country. We're on vacation. So we're, like, celebrating. You always meet new people from different places when you're in these situations. And we're at, like, a, a restaurant. And it's a, it's a mixed crowd. Everybody's kind of having a good time. But our table is the table. Like, I don't know how this happened. It was just one of those nights out when your table is just the table. And everybody's very curious about who you, you and your crew are. Mm-hmm. And so we're turning it up. We're ordering everything. And I didn't realize it because to us it's not a big deal. But my dude has on, like, a T-shirt that says uh, Black King. And it's just a brand. It's not, like, a big deal. But it's, like, you know, Black King. Is that the one you have on your hat right now? No, 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 no. This okay. is uh, something completely different. Okay. His, it actually says the words, like, Black King on it. And so we're all having a good And you can kind of tell that the people there probably think we're somebody's from somewhere because of the energy that we have and the way we're turning it up. So out of nowhere, this, this older white guy walks over in similar fashion as the other and almost, like, stops everything that we're doing in, in his own way. Like, we were all in the middle of something laughing, and he kind of walks over, and he's like, hey, 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 hey. So I'm thinking, like, is he going to say we're too loud? Like, where is this about to go? So he, he looks, and almost it was just weird because he was so serious about it. He was like, uh, hey, what are you the king of? Just like that. Like, so we're all like, wait. So there's not even a high before that. Nothing no. just approaches, and that's the first. Those are the first words out of his mouth. Literally, like that, that's a very contra, like con, yeah. contra, um, confrontational statement. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking, right? But he didn't ask me, so we're all kind of like in silence now, waiting for my guy's answer to figure out. Like, and I'm thinking, this is your moment. Like, you have to handle this the same way my other friend did. And make this man feel bad for going out of his way to come over here and ask you this question in such a demeaning way. Mm-hmm. So we're all like paused, waiting for his answer. And he stops, and you can tell he's kind of like taken aback by it. It caught him off guard, and he's, I guess, thinking of something to say. So he goes, uh, myself? And doesn't even like say it with confidence, like says it like he wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. So then the dude goes, ugh, and walked away. Uh-oh. So then he's, he's just, Sitting there again, they were all just sitting there like, what just happened? But everybody was kind of mad at the guy. I was mad at my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Why the hell is that so handsome, man? Like, you couldn't do better than that? And the dude walked away like, I think, I feel like for the rest of our lives, he'll just never realize in that moment that he was wrong to ask that question. Because my dude's answer was so bad that... Yeah, we lost one. I remember being on a vacation with my friend Delvet, who is a trainer, right? He was on Biggest Loser, and he's just cut. He's got like 7% body fat or whatever. And we're on a beach vacation together, and like two 14-year-old white kids come up to him and immediately say, so what team do you play for? Wow. Yep. What team do you play for? So me and a bunch of my friends immediately came up with a player name, said that we had a whole history for him. He plays for the Baltimore Ravens. He's a defensive back. Uh, they asked him for his autograph. They follow him around for two days. <laughs> and then, and then, the Sunday before we were leaving for vacation, they asked him to play one-on-one or like a pickup game on the beach. And God bless my friend Dovet, who looks like an athlete, but he is not one. <laughs> we started playing in this pickup game. They played against him for about 20 minutes. They're like, are you really an athlete? <laughs> and then they came back later in the day and they're like, we Googled you. You're not on the Ravens. <laughs> hey. 
The Bird Show. Really spent a goodly amount of time over the last couple of months taking responsibility for the chaos that I attract into my life. I am not putting it on anybody else. I realize that there is a common denominator sometimes in chaos in my life. And guess what that is? It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Bert Weiss. It's me. Uh, so on Friday, when we were talking to this one virtual listener or reading the email, she was just creating chaos in her life, man. Life is naturally going to do that. Don't walk into it. So let's see what she did over the weekend. Yeah. So she and her ex broke up last fall. And since then, he has been in a relationship with a former friend of hers. Let's put the emphasis on former. So she's not sure, but she's pretty positive they were hooking up before they actually broke up so another friend of hers sent her a screen capture she's like hey saw your ex on tinder maybe maybe you should send this to your former friend as karma for potentially maybe hooking up with your ex before they actually got together or just for dating him after you guys dated period and literally all of us were like, absolutely not. You're just going to create unnecessary drama that doesn't need to be there. Why throw yourself into this circus when you've already escaped it? Like, you're just going to create more chaos. So we're going to find out whether or not she took our advice. And there's no way to come out of it looking like a healthy person, mostly because you're not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, even if... You expose this whole thing, you're just going to come off looking like the psycho ex. Well, yeah, it looks like you're not past the situation. And I, you got to show, even if you're not, that you're unbothered by it. You can't mess with indifference. And if you can show that by moving on and not bringing this circus back into your own life, I think that's how you win the breakup. Another way to win, too, is just not care what other people think. Just what? live your life and just what? do whatever you want to do. That's not an option. They want to think you're crazy, <laughs> so be it. Thanks. All right, this is what she did. So I agree that inserting myself into this drama and sending the screen capture to his girlfriend would make me look a bit crazy. But. Here it is. I can't look crazy if nobody knows it's me. I created a fake Instagram account and I DM'd her with the screen capture from Tinder. She immediately messaged me back and had a bunch of questions. Who was I? Is the picture real? How did I get it? Could it be old? Etc. I replied and told her it was real. It was not old and that I couldn't say who I was or how I got the photo. Then I told her that if I was in her shoes, I'd want to know. Then she thanked me for telling her. That was it. I don't know what happened since. I assumed it was a drama-filled weekend with a lot of fighting for the two of them. I don't feel bad at all. They both got what they deserved. If I hear anything else about what happened and if they broke up, I'll let you know. Mm, it's a little unsatisfying. Um, so I've got... Uh, Two different thoughts on it. First of all, we've talked about this before, and it feels to me like when anybody has ever called up with a situation where they get a random text or a random DM narking on somebody else, most of the time it has been true. Yeah. D Demo, didn't this happen to a friend of yours? Yeah. And it did turn. I was trying to remember if it turned out to be true, but I, be I believe it did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because and they wanted money, though. They were like trying to like withhold oh, information for one. ransom. Yeah. They, um, it was an email. It was a random email. And they were saying that I have pictures and I could actually prove it. And if you send the money, then I will send you the pictures. <clears throat> and my friend ended up sending the money and they sent the pictures. Yeah. It was, it was true. So that sucks if you get one of those random communications. And the second thing here is, um, I don't know, maybe I'm going to get a little, uh, psychological on this, but just because you didn't do it and others don't think you're crazy, you know you did it. So there is a part of your soul there that 
that knows that this was the wrong thing to do and you didn't do the right thing and you know it in your own heart. You know what I'm saying? That affects you even if others don't know it was you or not. Why was it the wrong thing to do? Maybe it was the right thing to do so she could get some closure. How is she going to get closure? She didn't even know what happened. It's the wrong thing for you, but it might have been the right thing for her. Mm -hmm. Maybe she well, needed it, to have her last laugh because she got done wrong and now the like now it's all evened and she can walk away now. I, oh, trust me. I've done things in my past that I'm not happy of. But it's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Something like this, like mixed it up in a way where um, it doesn't represent your core values very well. Oh, I'm sure I've done things that have not represented my core values. I know, especially in my early 20s and in my mid 20s. Absolutely. I did things. I mean, that I'm, I'm not I'm not proud of, but I you learn and you grow. And you just, you got to realize that's who you were in the moment and you I, have to accept who that person was. I'm sure I've done things like that in my 20s and 30s also. Now it's almost like an energy exchange though. Like, yes. I don't have time. I've got other things going on in my life that are really pulling at my stress. So like, why even engage in it? Yeah, here's the thing. The, uh, the ex did this to himself. You know what I mean? It's not like she's going out of her way to ruin somebody's life. Like, it's not like it was an incredulous video that she was going to post on the internet for payback. This guy was going to get found out either way. If he's on Tinder, if he's out with other girls on dates, all she did was just facilitate the universe a little bit. So, well, I don't agree with it. I think it's a little bit too much drama. I personally would have moved on. Mm. However, I do respect the hustle. <laughs> <laughs> the Burt Show. Katie and I came up with this game called Who's Really the Catch? And it, <laughs> you guys are still stuck on this Simone Biles thing. Well, yeah, because I thought that notice whose name you remember out of that, uh -huh. and the persons that you don't. I don't. I'm, I don't know that wide receiver's name exactly. And I only know his name is Jonathan Owens because we did a trivia on him last week, okay. and I remembered his name from that. But when that story, for those who might not have heard it, broke, it became a big deal because Simone Biles uh, is married to this man whom a lot of people did not know who he was, but he became a little more famous. He's an NFL player, but he did an interview, and in the interview, he stated that he is the catch in that relationship, and there was obviously a lot of debate on that. Now, for those of you that aren't into pop culture or sports and you don't know who Simone Biles is, she's essentially the GOAT of gymnastics. Exactly. The game better than her. No. She's the highest decorated gymnast of all time. And he's a, is he a backup wide receiver? I don't even know who he plays for. Dude. I, I don't know. I don't know who he plays for. I don't know what position he plays. I think he's a receiver. But either way, it was widely recognized that Simone Biles is the catch in that relationship. And it's not even close. And he took it even a step further and said that he believes that the man is always the catch in a relationship. Oh boy. Oh, he doubled down on this nonsense. He did. And now Simone is happy. So regardless of how we feel about that relationship, we had to let that go. But what we did not have to let go was bringing up other celebrity couples and determining who is the catch. Ooh, uh, ooh. I love this. And this for those of you guys that don't, this right? is good. Um, Mo and Katie do a podcast called In the Moment, where you can catch it anywhere, and it's on the Pioneer Network, which legally and pridefully, I'm going to tell you, is on my network, the Pioneer Network. So when I brought this to the table with Katie, I genuinely thought, like, this wouldn't even be good for a debate or discussion, because <laughs> I thought we would agree on the majority of these, because a lot of them seem, you would think, like, so obvious, but... I found out very quickly that we disagree on quite a few of these. <laughs> okay, let's go. So I figured I would bring some of these couples to the table and we can dig in. And if you guys think of couples that you want to throw in there as we're going, feel free. Okay. So I'll start off with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh. Beyonce. Thank you. Beyonce. Beyonce. 
I ain't mad at Beyonce. I just feel like y'all was saying it's a little too fast. Like, <laughs> y'all acting like Jay-Z ain't accomplished nothing. Did you listen to the Lemonade album? Yes. He cheated on her. Yes. She's allegedly. Allegedly. She's the Allegedly. Allegedly. I feel like that's a push right there. No, it's not. It feels like a push. No, it's not. This dude is I, like one of the greatest rappers of all time. I think it would be a push with anybody else, but because it's Beyonce, I, I understand giving it to Beyonce. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Point to B. Okay. <laughs> Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, okay. No no disagreement Everybody there. Everybody in agreement on that one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shouldn't need him. Russell Wilson and Sierra. Uh, this year? This year. <laughs> <laughs> this year. Based on his past performances, I would have said him. This year, it's, it's, she, she's the catch. Yeah. Uh, this one's, uh, the, can we say push? No. Damn it. Nope. What I love about them is they do feel very evenly matched. And I yeah. feel the same way about Taylor and Travis. Like, yes, Taylor is the catch, but they're evenly matched. But I'm going to go, I'm going to go see Era. Who'd you take? I said Russ. Did you really? Yeah. It's got to be Russ. Yeah. yeah. It's Russ. I said Russ. Sierra ain't won a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. I, I got I to say Russell Wilson. <laughs> He's going to be working on his third team in three years. I don't know, man. <laughs> That's true. She's becoming the catch every day, though. Yes. <laughs> Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. That's oh, another good wow. pairing. Who's the catch? I'm going Ryan Reynolds. And I love Blake. That's not like a hate comment. I love Blake. I have Ryan Reynolds. I, I went Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Blake Lively. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I want to get back to Travis and um, Taylor for a second. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I always talk about them. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think Taylor is the catch by far and away in that one? Um, well, here's the thing. You're, it's just, it's kind of like comparing apples to oranges. You know what I mean? If Travis was another pop star and they were like sort of on different levels, like Taylor's ex-boyfriend was an actor and she was by far the catch in that relationship, even though they were both in the entertainment industry. Travis can't get any higher where he's at. He's the best tight end in the league right now. So he's a catch, but like he's reached the ceiling. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like they're evenly matched, but that's only because he can only do so good. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Eva Mendez and Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. I don't know. I'm a fan of hers. I know. I am too. I don't know. Eva Mendez. Because mm. I don't think, because I remember his, one of his acceptance speeches, and he acknowledged her so much and said he would not be the actor he is if it wasn't for his wife's sacrifices. Mm. But I think he's the catch because he acknowledged it. Oh, jeez. Ding, ding, ding. That's what I would go with. It's It's got to be. I'm going with her because she's right. Latina. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. not bad. That's it. Uh, it's funny you brought race into this because here's where Katie and I really battled it out, and I'm curious as to who y'all think won this one. MLK and Coretta. Oh, I'm not touching There's no way. Coretta is the catch. There's Coretta. no way. Behind every good man is a good it, woman. It and is, she was behind him. It is not she Coretta Day. It's MLK exactly. Day. Why does MLK too. Day exist? No. Mm. Huh? Why does MLK Day exist? What? Because of what he did for several yeah. weeks. Yeah. Coretta made it happen, man. Oh. <laughs> When I get a day off for Coretta Scott King, that's when I'll say Coretta Scott King. <laughs> <laughs> the Bird Show.
Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. $100 million was on the line. All he had to do was show a little something, something on OnlyFans, and the cash was his. But Snoop Dogg turned it down because of his wife. One of the little girls, was she made like, 20 million on there, right? They was like, uh, OnlyFans wants you to come on there and snoop and you can do about a hundred million. All you gotta do is pull that thing out. I'm like, nigga, I got a black wife. Ain't no way in the world she gonna allow me to go on there and pull that thing out for no amount of money. <laughs> so, hundred million to pull it out one time? <laughs> one time. All right, Mo. Okay. So, how much would it take for you to go to your girl up in New York City and go, I've been offered blank amount of money for me to show my junk one time? on OnlyFans for her to go, you got to go grab that money. But people know it's your junk. They know it's your junk. It's, not, a, it's not anonymous junk. That's a good question. I actually want to ask her that. I I, I I think she would let me do it for $100 million for sure. I, I think she let me do it. Well, that's quite nice of her, $100 I think, million. I, think, I, don't, <laughs> I see her fighting it for probably a million, anything less than like five. Five million? I think five million or more she... She'd, she'd be like, do what you got to do. That thing must be special. Uh, Five million. While we're on the topic of most junk, can huh? I... <laughs> I thought this was about Snoop. No. <laughs> I need to make uh, a request. Huh? So I've been checking, you know, we did this whole DM thing, right, where I had to check my DMs, blah, blah, blah. Can you please stop sending me the gray sweatpants cookies yeah. that has oh. the outline in it? I got that quite a bit. Also. Yeah, me right. too. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, got it. Thanks. There's a history here, and I'm sorry if you're not a P1, which means our most loyal. We can't re-explain it. Take too long. But we're all getting them. Yep. Hear me out. What if we create a Burt's Big Adventure OnlyFans, and we... No, that, we <laughs> no. just stop right there. Yeah, we tried this already. You stop, right there. You just stop right there. As no. the chairwoman of the board? No. No. Let's, let's, let's move on to something else. There's think no about, good idea that could come after that. Gotta be another way. Think about all the money we can raise. Ask her tonight what that number is. I'm wondering if it if it lines up with you. I'll ask her. All right, five million you five said? Five million. Okay. Okay, The Bachelor is premiering tonight. It comes on at 8 p.m. on ABC. And this year's Bachelor, he says his season is going to end like no season has ever ended before, which is a big statement because it's supposed to just end in an engagement. So, like, how many how many different options we got here? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a choose-your-own-adventure, but, like, it's a limited choose-your-own-adventure. Like, you're supposed to end up with one woman. So we've had the show end in engagement and marriage. We have it end in engagement, and then they break up, then no engagement and then they get engaged, but then they get disengaged to that person and then choose their runner-up. So what is the fifth option here? I I feel like it's all or nothing. Like, they're either going to end up in a sister-wife situation or both the girls are going to dump them. Because The Bachelor and Bachelorette, they have never been rejected by both people. I don't even know that they've been rejected by one person. I don't know that one person has walked away at the end Mm -hmm. because they're so in love after all those dates. Mm. Isn't that reality Steve guy, the guy that's always like on top of all of the rumors and he seems to know months ahead of time what happens? Yes, reality Steve. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, you want him to give us the predictions of who he's saying is going to win? Because you said that they said that this ends 
differently than any other. Yes, this ending has never happened before. That's how Joey's been teasing it. And mm. it, I really hope he's not just building up to be like, I don't know, well, I got engaged to both girls or I don't know. That's it needs to be interesting. Joey. What's this dude's name? His Joey. name is Joey. All right, your rose ceremony by rose ceremony spoilers for Joey's season. We have it right here if you want to go through it. Oh, God. Do we want to spoil it for the people? Well, yep. I mean, you don't know it's it's true until it's actually happening. So at this point, it would just be rumor. Well, uh, we warned him. What we got? Uh, let's see. Kinda the on. biggest story of night one was what happened with Leah, the girl who met Joey on the after the final rose of charity season. I'm not giving anything away. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Mm. But it's long. He's oh, my got God. A, yes. It's really long. Oh, we have group date nine. Has he gone on that yet? Yeah, so the season is done, yeah. like it's completed. Oh, yeah. So he's doing the whole press tour, and he's going around, and he's saying that this has a very unique ending, but I'm just rooting for one of our girls from Atlanta to win, oh. so they, we can come in and we can meet The Bachelor, and they can explain why this is different than it's ever been before. I mean, he's got who goes on the hometown dates, and that's like far, like that's like the final four. He's got who, the final four here. All right, well, we can read it and maybe spoil it for people tomorrow, but for more stories, head to The Burt Show Podcast on your favorite listening platform. Get it, The Burt Show. Shut up. It's none of your business. That's what Cassie wants to say to a bunch of her friends right now. Shut up. None of your business. And I don't know how to say it, which is weird because I don't want to come off as preachy or like condescending to my friends or sort of like the rule enforcer. But I feel that some conversations that are happening about another mutual friend are just really inappropriate. And what it is, is they are speculating about my friend's sexuality. She's part of this big friend group. I'm probably closest to her, but we've never talked about her dating life, and that's fueling the rumors. And you know how you have a friend, and if they don't really bring something up or talk about it that often, you just don't broach the subject. Like, I remember once being like, how's dating going? And she's like, eh, fine. Mm. And I was like, oh, are you on the app? She's like, kind of. And I just got the vibe. She didn't want to talk about it. And I'm like, that's totally fine. You don't want to talk about it. We don't have to. So all my friends are like, hey, I think that she's gay because she's not saying anything or she's bi. And I'm like, well, who cares? It's like, a hell of a, a, a jump up to a conclusion right there. Well, nobody's ever met a boyfriend of hers and other people have like dated and gone through breakups and she's never mentioned it. She doesn't update her profile, whether or not like, and I'm like, uh, okay, that's cool. That's her business. Maybe she's asexual. Maybe she doesn't like anybody. I don't care. Like, that's not what we bond over. We bonded over music and movies and that's what we talk about. If she's not upgrading her profile. She's definitely gay. Uh, well, they think she's she's hiding something, uh -huh. which if you're my age, there was a stigma when you were younger. And for a lot of people, there still is, if we're being honest. Um, and so when the, they ask me this, I say, I don't know. We don't talk about it and just leave it at that. And like, but you have to think that she must be gay. She's hiding something. And I'm like, you know, it's, I, I'll say it's really none of my business. If she wanted to tell me that she would. So there is no use speculating about it. Like I'm trying to be nice in the way I'm saying, like, I'm not interested in talking about that without being holier than thou on my high horse. Like, we don't speculate on people's sexuality. Like, <laughs> come on. And then it pops up again, and they're like, do you think, I'm going to call her Brenda, do you think Brenda is dating a woman? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, guys, I don't want to talk about it. I finally flat out said, I don't want to talk about it, which unfortunately fueled the rumors again that it's true because it made it seem like I know something that I don't want to discuss. So I don't know how to nicely tell my friends who are just talking about, there's nothing bad in the way that they're talking. They're not slamming it, but 
it's not their business and I don't want to be part of those conversations. And I haven't told our mutual friend Brenda any of this. And I don't know how to put a stop to it because it is like the juicy hot goss of this friend group. And I'm like, it does not matter. What are you going to do if Brenda is gay? Uh, Oh, what? Isn't there like a line or two that just shuts this whole thing down anyway? Uh, Which is when she's ready to tell us, she'll tell us. That's pretty much it, right? If if it is indeed true. Right. Yeah. Well, I've said... If she wanted to talk to me about that, she would. Like I've said, I've tried to drop hints without being that person. And at this point, I'm just going to have to remove myself from the group chat, which is going to look like a huge middle finger because it'll say Cassie removed herself from the group chat. So um, let me try to be a critical thinker here and just see all sides, right? Which I'm terrible at. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Is it any different than if she was seeing somebody... But didn't tell anybody who she was seeing. Wouldn't you guys be just as curious on who that person was as her sexuality? Yeah. If this was a close friend, like, you know, I have like different group um, girlfriend texts, right? So different, um, different group chats. And if one friend was dating somebody, doesn't matter the sex, but we felt like they were hiding something, we would probably be like, what's going on with something? It would drive us crazy. Right. You'd want to know. Do you think she's seeing somebody? Do you? But I get where it takes a different, not that it's apples and oranges, but it does take a different spin, not even spin. It is different when it's involving somebody's sexuality because that is such a personal journey and there's so much more uh possibly on the line yeah right then there would be just who knows who the, who she is dating in the office what quote-unquote guy she is dating in the office there's a real risk there's mm-hmm. more weight in some cases there's yeah, more yeah, yeah, weight yeah. to that than just if they are or not dating a certain person right. and it's not the questions because i would expect any friend group to like like kristen said if someone's dating someone secretly of course you're gonna be like oh do you know who they're dating for me it's the weird obsession that it's mm. turned into mm. and me constantly saying if she wanted to tell me she would i don't want to talk about it like me drawing lines in the sand that i think are friendly lines and then being crossed repeatedly it's one of those instances where they have to be the first to know, and they have to be mm-hmm. the yeah. first one to get it right. Like, right. They can like I told you, so. you. Yes. yes. All that irks me to no end. I feel like in every friend group, there are friends that are like those, and then there are friends that are like you, and it's the same in mine. Like, I'm more of the Cassie friend. I don't really get into my friend's business unless they ask me, but my other friends are constantly trying to figure out what's going on in everybody's life. I really don't think you can stop that. Like, that's just something that they're going to always do. Yeah, well, it starts to feel sort of like bully-ish. Like, if it's one thing to have the conversation once. Like, isn't it weird that she doesn't talk about her dating life? You have that conversation once, but then it, if it happens over and over and over again, then it starts to feel not malicious, but I, I totally know what you mm-hmm. mean in terms of, like, it feels icky. Like, why are we now all ganging up trying to find this information out? Yeah. Will you totally rattle the group if you guys, if you say, I'm just not comfortable even speculating about this guy. I'm going to back out of this. I, I think I'm going to have to at yeah. this point because it's just taking a weird turn yeah, and I don't weird. want my friend Brenda to find out because that feels weird. So I think I'm just going to draw that line and then if they don't respect it, I'll just bounce from the group. But do you think she oh, is? Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.